Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. I've got a lot of points I want to make today and to encourage you, I guess, it's encouragement, uh, to, to get us all off our duffs, to get us to doing something about what's going on in this nation. And I think, first of all, we must recognize it for what it is. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, creator of all life, we come before you today as a body of believers stretched out across this nation, Lord, and across the sea. We thank you and we praise you for who you are, for your love, your grace, and your mercy, which we know we do not deserve. Thank you for always being there with open arms waiting for us as wayward prodigal children to come back into your fold. And Father, there are many who do not know you. Sadness and evil is raping this country because of that. And perhaps because we as your children have been weak, timid, And we lack the compassion, the compassion that we should have for those who are lost. May we turn to your word for guidance and wisdom. Equip us, Father, with the full armor that you have provided for us, just as in your scriptures, to stand firm. May we, in your word, stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around our waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet, with our feet, may we be fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Of course, I'm reading this from your word, Lord. In addition to all this, may we take up the shield of faith with which you have given us You can extinguish all the flames and the arrows of the evil one. May we take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is your word, O God. And may we always pray in the Spirit on all occasions with kind words, kind prayers, and requests. With this in mind, be alert, folks, that and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. For Abba, Father, in our hearts and in our nation, these truly are the times that try the men, souls of men. May we not fear, but have faith, and know that you are God, that you are God of all. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. So my advice today 
as we enter to the show is to stop making up excuses using the word incompetence. I do it too. Stop saying that it's all politics and recognize what things really are for it is truly tyranny in America. The scripture of putting on the full armor comes out of Ephesians, and so does this. This is the very first part of that chapter, or twelfth verse of that chapter. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's from the New International Version. The King James Version puts it this way. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see, our battle and our struggles here on earth in this nation always remain the same. It is a religious war, so to speak. We have, on one hand, the right. On the other, we have the wrong. No, not the right and the left. But it's righteousness versus evil. The one thing necessary for triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And that's a quote. We attribute it to Edwin Merck, Ed, Edmund Burke, but I don't know who it really came from. But what will you do, America? You know, in Isaiah, and I didn't mean for this to end up to be Sunday school, but I think we need to be reminded. It says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That is the King James. Basically, it's the same thing in the New English Version. It says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. They, I'm saying this, the politicians, right and left, like to play word games with Americans. And for some strange reason, we always seem to fall for it. <laughs> to uh, just give you the words from that quote of uh, George Washington, the marvel of all history. I often wondered why, in the scriptures, the Israelites melted down all their jewelry and created a calf, and then they bowed down to worship it. Are we not doing the same thing? We, the people, forgetting or forfeiting our powers, have submitted to the government, giving them our riches for security and political promises. The Israelites wanted to go back to, to Egypt as slaves rather than for free, have freedom and independence in that land flowing with milk and honey, which would bring, which they were being brought to. They complained every step of the way. Thus the Lord letting them wander for 40 years. What we're seeing in today is absurd and it's evil. We must recognize it for what it is. Our elected leaders have taken on the role of Pharaoh. They do not believe in God. Oh, I know they like to say they do, but they don't. But they want you to bow to their every whim, legislation, their mandates, their rules, their laws. But they do not have to reciprocate. The immigration invasion is not incompetence. It's on purpose. My friends, it is tyranny. 
taxing the people into poverty with promises to legislate you just a little bit of relief is taxation without representation. And that, my friends, is tyranny. Locking down a nation's people for a pandemic is not security or safety. It was tyranny. Stopping the common-sense flow of this nation's energy for the hoax of climate change. It isn't wise. It's stupid. It's intentional. It is tyranny. Creating great divisions among the people is tyranny. To take the nation's land for, again, the hoax of climate change, that's not conservation or preservation. It is tyranny. To kill unborn babies, genocide a generation of children here in America, to sell baby parts, to promote this practice among the poor, is not health care, nor is it women's rights. It is evil, and it is tyranny. To push perverted sexual ways as normal isn't kindness or compassion. It is tyranny against all, the mentally ill and against the institution of family. A nation with weak families is a weak nation. Spreading this nation, spending this nation into bankruptcy is tyranny. Pushing equity as if it meant equality is tyranny. Government officials screaming democracy is tyranny against a constitutional republic. When they say we are going to fundamentally change America, it is the true insurrection by the elected. Against we the people. It is tyranny. Stop making up excuses of incompetence. Stop saying that it's all just politics and recognize it for what it is. It is tyranny in America. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. And we'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Rachel Campos Duffy is coming to Columbia for Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event. An author and TV personality, Rachel is highly sought after for her unique views on politics, culture, and parenting. Rachel is the newest co-host of Fox and Friends Weekend and frequent guest on the Today Show and The View. Rachel and her husband, former Congressman Sean Duffy, recently welcomed the birth of their daughter, Valentina, despite her Down syndrome diagnosis. Rachel supports Vitae's pro-woman approach, which effectively reaches women facing unexpected pregnancies with life-saving resources. Come see Rachel Campos Duffy at Vitae's pro-life event on Tuesday, April 26th at the Stony Creek Hotel and Convention Center in Columbia, Missouri. Register for this important dinner event before April 15th at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We welcome you. I'm glad that you're here, and I hope you stayed with us through the commercial break. I know how you are, because I'm the same way. Sometimes a commercial comes on, you think, well, I can go get this little job done or that little job done, and then you don't come back. So I'm glad you came back. Well, I'm just going to read some headlines here. This is um, coming from the uh, uh, Ed Martin, who is uh, Phyllis Schlafly's Eagles. This is Saki. Student loan borrowers like to have to pay debt at some time. She thinks, well, at some time, point in time, they're going to have to pay their debts. Right now, they're just extending this and extending this. Well, you know, AOC, she's she's not a rich congressman yet. And she owes, I think it was, 50000 or something like that on her student loans. So she's fighting for these loans to be forgiven. Biden is going, he's expected to release, and I think he has already done it this morning, uh, new ghost gun rules with, well, within days, I think he's supposed to. Elon Musk turns down Twitter board seat. Why did he do that? CEO tweets, this is for the best. <laughs> I don't know how all that works, but I also heard it was because now it opens the door for a hostile takeover of Twitter, but I don't know if I read it right, but that sounds real interesting. uh, Yeah, hostile takeover (laughs) of Twitter. And the former Reddit chief uses uh, free speechers. You know, it's amazing to me how they can use these things against the American people. Planned Parenthood was behind the false 
don't say gay attack, so it could make millions selling hormone therapies. You know, I shared a while back an article with you about how much money Pfizer has made and that Pfizer is going to get possibly $5 billion on COVID relief bill. But they've made billions of dollars. Where's this money coming from? And so anyway, they're selling the hormone therapies now, as well as doing mammograms, I suppose, you know. We know that's not true. You know that's not true, right? You know it's not true. Well, here's an article from Newsmax, and we're just we're just going to kind of go through these because I have some really good stuff I want to share here in just a little bit. Not that this isn't good. Well, it's saying that it's not good. The People's Convoy joins thousands in Los Angeles to defeat the mandate rally. I think people are getting sick and tired of this stuff. But do they recognize it for what it truly is? Tyranny. That's all that it is, folks. If you want to say that's all that it is, but that is a grand thing that it is and not a grand thing in a good way. Thousands of people, including truckers and firefighters from across the country, have gathered on a Sunday outside Los Angeles City Hall to protest vaccination mandates designed to slow the spread of COVID-19. Well, I don't know how slow it's uh <laughs> bringing that spread since just recently all these Congress people, the Democrats in particular, that were all up there hugging Obama and and such when he was coming back to the White House because he was tired of working remotely. And um, so they they were hugging and kissing on cheeks. And, and then all of them, so all of a sudden they're coming down with COVID. They're vaccinated. They're uh, Testing positive for COVID. Oh, but they say they have no symptoms or they have very mild symptoms and blah, 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 blah. But they're going to mandate it anyway. So Massey, Representative Massey says, mothers could be the domestic terrorists for refusing corporate vaccines. They want to vaccinate the children. The children are at no risk really, unless they have other health problems of COVID. They barely have symptoms. But Pfizer's not rich enough, and the government wants to control your health care. You know, when Obama went to the White House to... uh because he was tired of working remotely. It was in pretense to celebrate 12 years of magnificent Obamacare. Well, this is it, folks, right here. Mandating vaccines. That's your Obamacare. Because what they really want is government in control of all insurance. Government will be your insurance one way or another. What has the government ever taken control of that has gotten better? Can you name one? Rudy, you got any ideas? What did they do? Well, I'd say pretty much nothing. I'd say pretty much nothing. This came a while back, and I've been saving it because it's about January 6th, and it's about President Donald Trump. You know, we have this committee, 
the lynch mob <laughs> in Congress, Pelosi's lynch mob of Trump, trying to make him the guilty one on January 6th. Well, for some reason, he really wanted, and I don't doubt it because he really likes to be with the people, he wanted to march on January 6th with the mob crowd, we won't call him mob, that was marching. And I don't believe they were a mob. I believe there was a mob of people in there, but I don't believe the majority of them was a mob. I think they really wanted to watch what was taking place. It wasn't about, like Pence likes to say, it wasn't about changing the election. It was about confirming and making sure security that it was of great integrity, that they were doing it the constitutional way. Those, in particular, I believe there was four states that were in question. And uh, and then, of course, those that could have uh, objected to that and just sent it back to the state for for investigation, for an audit after the January 6th riot was not an insurrection. They got too afraid. Well, Trump said he really wanted to march to the Capitol January 6th, but that the Secret Service stopped him. He said, Secret Service said I couldn't go. I would have gone there in a minute. Some of the marchers stormed the Capitol as a violence, as violence broke out. But Trump blamed Nancy Pelosi because she was the one in charge of security. Now, if you come out and listen to Nancy Pelosi, she says, I have nothing to do with security. That is just such a lie. But it's not. He says, I thought it was a shame. I kept asking, why isn't she doing something about it? This was after it broke out. Why isn't Nancy Pelosi doing something about it? Have you ever wondered that yourself? Why were they allowing some people to just walk in? Invitation. Why? Well, Beth Ann has no investigators. She has no reporters. So all she can do is just put together what we have actually seen. And that is, it was a setup. And you kind of wonder, did the Secret Service know it? Or were they just unprepared and unwilling to be prepared to make sure that the president was secure had he done that? Interesting, don't you think? These things become very interesting. Well, you know, the the left is always talking about all the big money and how evil it is, except if it's Soros. If it's the Soros family that's putting big money into different states across this great nation to put in evil attorney generals, then that's okay. That's okay. You ever wonder why? Big money is running this country. And... The majority of our Congress are profiting from it, and so are the bureaucrats. But what about you, America? This is tyranny against you. The fact that somebody like Soros can throw in big money anywhere in any state that he's not a part of and get some kind of an evil person elected that's going to, well, like Judge Jackson now on the Supreme Court, let pedophiles go. With a slap on the hand. 
You know, I heard years ago that what they really wanted was to make it legal for children. And I'm not talking about those states that think that teenagers are okay. I'm talking about younger than that. They want your children. The perverts want your children. So, it's tyranny, America. A tyranny against the family, tyranny against Christians, tyranny against America, tyranny against our Constitution. It's tyranny. Every which way you look at it. But what are you going to do about it? I guess we could sip some more coffee and just talk about it the rest of the hour. We need to do something. Make those phone calls, send those letters, or run for office. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. CSC Talk Radio. I'm going to hit on a couple of different things here. This one is very interesting. And uh, both these articles are coming from American Greatness. And and then in the final segment, we're going to share something that actually Rudy found, and I found it very interesting, and, and we're going to share that one. This is uh, We've heard this little rumor for a little while now. What if, you know, what ifs are pretty big. What if... Trump became Speaker of the House. A determined Speaker of the House, theoretically, could do much more to weaken the permanent bureaucracy. Just as Pelosi has done all that she can do to strengthen the bureaucracy. So, the prospect, it says in here, this is written by John Baker, John S. Baker, and it comes from American Greatness. The prospect of Donald Trump becoming Speaker of the House should re- should Republicans regain the majority after the November election is a tantalizing thought. The House is the most populous part of the federal government. As a Speaker, Trump could do much more to force some downsizing of the deep state, depending on the size of the Republican majorities in both houses. Meanwhile... The deep state would lack the same ability to undermine him as it did while he was president. You see, it's a good idea. It's a, it's a tantalizing idea. I should say, in my opinion, it would be hysterical. Just even if he didn't do anything, just the fact that he was there. But it goes on here and it says, of course, you remember when John Boehner stepped down that they actually bandied that idea that the House had never elected a non-member of a speaker and it was a g- generally agreed the founders would not have approved of such development. Nevertheless, at that time, a number of serious people concluded that a non-member could become speaker. And we're going to rush through this. I don't want to read the whole thing to you. You know, when Newt Gingrich was speaker of the House, it says here that... uh who was, he was determined and a forceful speaker. He was a good one. 
who accomplished a great deal. Nevertheless, he lost to President Clinton in the contest over a government shutdown. So why would a speaker, Trump, do any better against the current president? Well, if he has the majority, I would think, but that is... That is going on the assumption that the Republicans would vote with the president or the Speaker of the House. Got me there? So the main obstacle to Trump becoming Speaker of the House is the belief that he would first have to be elected a member of the House. Although, he says, I originally thought that, as others still do, that it would be constitutionally permissible for the House to elect one, anyone, a majority wanted. A language of constitution is to the contrary. The issue is textual one, but textualism, he says, as Justice Antonin Scalia's writings on interpretation remind us, includes context, notably thereby nearby text. The paragraph of Article 1, Section 2 begins, The House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and officers. From this piece of text, some would conclude that the Constitution does not prevent a majority of the House from choosing a non-member. He says that conclusion, however, ignores the text of the first sentence in Article 1, Section 2, which states, The House of Representatives shall be composed of members chosen from every second year of the people of the several states. So that would sound like, in that interpretation in that if you would read that and literally interpret it they really need to be an elected person now it's like i said it's it's uh, tantalizing to think about trump doing that he could he could what if they impeached let's just take this to the absurdities but say he gets to be speaker of the house I'm, this isn't coming from this article this is coming from best crazy little head what if he became Speaker of the House through this crazy idea? And what if they did impeach Biden and Kamala both out of the office for they have broken the law? You need to understand that. They have broken the law. And then he, the Speaker of the House would automatically get to finish out their time. And then he could still run for president in 2024. It's it's a win-win solution for us all, America. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. It's a but beautiful it's interesting. dream, though. It, you know, a person has to have their dreams, Rudy. We know <laughs> that. Uh, it just has to be that way. So I'm going to go now to the next article. Because it kind of goes along with that absurdities a little bit. Do we dream too big? <laughs> <laughs> but this is from one of my favorite writers, although many times he's way too smart for me. The Victor Davis Hanson. And the title of his article is The Debasement of Our Professional and Political Classes. Leftist professionals, he says, in politics, government, and private enterprise debased themselves for short-term political gain or in fewer at their boogeyman Trump, or in anger at the unwashed. He goes on to say in this particular article, the left-wing professionals and political classes bequeathed a number of new protocols during the Trump derangement years. I think those derangement years are still carrying on. 
And it will be interesting, he says, to watch whether the Republicans abide by them in November should they take back the House and perhaps the Senate and the presidency in 2024. Will they follow the New Testament's turn, the other cheek forbearance, or go on for the Old Testament style of an eye for an eye retribution? I put, will it be tit for tat? Will they fight fire with fire? Should it not be just plain old follow the Constitution? Finally follow the Constitution, the organic Constitution? Or will Republicans just become the new liars in charge? We saw what happened with Boehner. Boehner went along with Obama. We saw what happened with Boehner when he was the Speaker of the House and we gave them the majority. And they promised in their election to uh, defund Obamacare. They promised in elections to do this and that. Oh, to defund Planned Parenthood. They did none of it. They cannot tell you promises made, promises kept. Because Congress doesn't keep their promises. You understand that, right? We're going to talk about that one day in great length as to the promises that they're trying to make now to get elected. I want them to get elected. Do not get me wrong. But then it is up to you. It is up to me. It is up to Americans who believe in the Constitution to hold them responsible and to hold them responsible for their promises. And if their promises are unconstitutional, call it out. So, that is my question. Will they just become the new liars in charge? Will it be tit for tat? Are they going to claim fight fire with fire? All the legislation... All the laws, all the rules, all the mandates that they have made in Congress, they themselves, as well as the White House, are breaking. You must understand, this invasion on our borders is on purpose, and it is an, it is against the law of the United States of America. Who passed those laws? Who made those laws? Congress did. And then AOC gets up there, boo-hoo, cry, cry, cry. I saw some woman drink it out of a toilet, which was a lie. But now they've got millions of illegals coming across this border. You are going to be demanded to take a vaccine. They are not. It's not about safety. It's about an invasion. It's about tyranny. Because they are plotting tyranny against this country and they are doing tyranny against this country. Get out your Declaration of Independence and you read those grievances from our founding fathers. We're in a mess. We're in a mel of a mess. Worse than they were. We don't have a king. We have a Congress and we can't seem to get rid of them. What's the matter with you, California? What's the matter with all of us? Just re-elect him. The absurdities, the liars. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar Chocolate? 
It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply, and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com. That is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com or call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. Experts across America are gathering to stop the largest federal land grab our nation has ever faced. It's the Stop 30 by 30 Summit in Lincoln, Nebraska on April 22nd. Hosted by Governor Pete Ricketts, presented by American Stewards of Liberty. John Adams said, property must be secured or liberty cannot exist. Private property rights are an essential part of the foundation of America. Find out how to protect your rights by attending the Stop 30 by 30 Summit on April 22nd in Lincoln, Nebraska at the Graduate Hotel. Register at AmericanStewards.us. Early registration receives a discount. 
Stop 30 by 30 Summit. Help save our country. April 22nd at the Graduate Hotel in Lincoln, Nebraska. Register now at americanstewards.us. That's americanstewards.us. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I think this uh, article is really good, and I'm going to share it with you. But first of all, here's a the best, the wisest, and that's why they hate him, Justice of the Supreme Court, Clarence Thomas. This is a quote from him. Government cannot make us equal. It can only recognize, respect, and protect us as equal before the law. So this is an article from Fee, and it is Fee.org, I do believe, is their website. Am I correct on that, or is it .com? It's Fee.org. That's F-E-E, like you're paying a fee, .org. Equality of opportunity, not outcome, is what made America awesome. If you truly want to raise the living standards for everyone, we must promote equality of opportunity and not spend our time policing equality of outcome. Progressives have long bemoaned the wealth gap between the wealthy and the middle class. It's unfair for billionaires to have so much more than the average person struggles to make ends meet. I had to add there unless they are the billionaires. Their proposed solution, massive welfare spending, funded by increased taxes on the rich, this redistribution of wealth in the name of fairness and public good, would attempt to raise the living standards of the lower and the middle class. Now, you got to understand, I'm going to pause here as I read this, the left and the politicians, they're, they're squeezing out the middle class. It'll be the rich and the poor. This might sound good at first, he said, even American. After all, doesn't the Declaration of Independence say all men are created equal? If we want to be good people, shouldn't we strive for fairness? But that wasn't the kind of equality our founding fathers meant. All men are created equal is referring to equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome, and certainly not equality of wealth. And they don't mean it either, by the way. I'm adding that in there. The left, right now that is singing this song, they don't mean it. The founding fathers are classical He said they were classical liberals. And the formation of America was a revolution against an age of aristocrat privilege for an elite few and serfdom for the masses. Because that's how the king ruled, folks. In the words of the economist Ludwig van Mises, 200 years ago, before the advent of capitalism, a man's social status was fixed from the beginning to the end of his life. He inherited it from his ancestors, and it never changed. If he was born poor, he always remained poor. If he was born rich, a lord or a duke, he kept his dukedom and his property that went with it for the rest of his life. 
this old order was a world of forced choices. <laughs> forced choices, you know, like forced vaccines and forced mandates and forced laws determined. That was my two cents in there. Laws determined what you could buy, whom you could trade with, where you could live, and what profession you would pursue. You were trapped in a life of bondage to the land of grinding poverty unless you happened to be a, an aristocrat with land, wealth, and power. Commoners had no opportunity to rise to a higher station and few opportunities to learn wealth, to earn wealth, except through well-connected patrons. Every advancement in society was created to benefit the aristocrats. Mises pointed out, as for manufacturing, the primitive processing industries of those days existed almost exclusively for the benefit of the wealthy. He wrote that in Economic Policy. Thoughts for today and tomorrow, most of the people, 90% or more of the European population, worked the land and did not come in contact with the city-oriented processing industries. This system, a relic of the feudalism that had prevailed in most of Europe for hundreds of years, was precisely the social order the classical revolutionaries sought to overthrow. They wanted to abolish aristocratic privilege, serfdom, and trade restrictions, and build a world where individuals could be free to chase opportunities no matter where or to whom they had been born. Thomas Jefferson said of the supposed natural order which condemned the poor and the poverty, the mass of mankind has not been born with saddles on their backs, nor a favored few booted and spurred, ready to ride them legitimately. This extension of legal privileges of, to all was what the founding fathers meant by equality, that anyone should be free to own land, leave land, enter per any profession, or make any trade. They wanted a world of equal opportunity, equal access, and equal rights. Reminding you here from Beth, equality is not equity. Equity is not equality. The founding fathers largely succeeded in overthrowing this old order, and the results were miraculous. Aristocracy was replaced by meritocracy, and the world opened up. The common individual was free to improve his fortunes through hard work and serving orders. Those who were able to create something others wanted to pay for became rich. And unlike the old aristocracy, they got rich by serving and creating value for their people around them, not for enslaving and subjugating them. But when their investments and innovations paid off, these prosperous individuals hired others, opened businesses, paid wages, and so raised the living standards of those who work under them. He goes on in this, and I'm going to finish up because I'm not going to read the entire thing to you. 
He said, we already have the very thing today's progressives say they want to accomplish through redistribution, rising prosperity of the masses. The rising prosperity didn't come about through welfare or policies that guarantee equality or outcome. Our abundance came about through the revolution against the restraints that keep people unequal. We are restrained right now, and they're trying to rein in those ropes just a little tighter on the American people. They have spent us into oblivion, and we're the ones paying for it. They have sold us out to China, to Russia, to many other countries in the Middle East. And they are opening our borders to bring this nation down. It is not incompetence. It's purposeful. And you must remember, America, it's tyranny. What does that mean to you? Do you believe that you can do anything to fight it, or is is it inevitable? I believe we can fight it, just like our founding fathers did, and I believe we can bring America home. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at Loving Liberty. Liberty.net.